Now, on the phone with me today, I have uh, Dorothée Basil, the director of the Alliance Francaise French Film Festival. Can you hear me there? Yes, I can hear you. Well, um, bonjour, Vevni. <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much for coming onto the show with us today. Merci. Um, whereabouts are you at the moment? I'm in Auckland. And the is that because the French Film Festival is still going on up there? Um, no, we closed in Auckland about two weeks ago, but the, um, the festival office is based in Auckland. But then our event, of course, uh, traveled or travels, let's say, as it's still going on in, um, across the country. So this year, showing in 13 cities and 14 cinemas across the country. Wow, and the festival just ended today in Dunedin. What was the reception like down here? Yes, Dunedin, Rialto Cinemas, today the last day. Um, I believe your audience is still able to catch two wonderful films tonight, if they are hurry. Oh, fantastic. What are those films? <laughs> because, yeah, we have, have a screening of, um, of Ava, and then we have our closing night film, of course, and this is Hyde with Isabelle Huppert which is quite a wonderful, bizarre, very strange, fantastic film. So not to be missed. Um, yeah, the, the reception was very, very good in Dunedin. Um, we played the festival for about two weeks, had a total of uh, 33 films showing, so nearly the full program of this year's selection. And the program was very, um, very diverse, very rich, um, wide range of genres, um, films showcasing new talents, um, new names, as well as established auteurs, showing the latest films, and um, it's 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 really been uh, going very well. I think in Dunedin we've got a strong uh, Francophile and also cinephile community that really supports the festival. There's a local alliance, Alliance Française, and of course the Rialto has really made a name for itself as a art house cinema. So, um, and then of course with the student um, population there, a big campus, um, it's, it's wonderful to, to, be, to be focusing every year on a specialized um, artistic uh, cinematic event like ours. Yeah, that's really fantastic. Um, you had two films this year representing the LGBTQI community. Uh, those were Beats Per Minute and Reinventing Marvin. Yes. Could you explain the selection process behind those films and the importance of LGBTQI representation in French cinema? Yes, so it's really quite interesting. I'm, I'm happy we um, managed to get both films. Uh, the film at BPM um, has made a lot of, um, not, not fast is the wrong word, total contrary, um, it had had a lot of success and a lot of um, media attention in France and really worldwide since its screening last year at the um, prestigious uh, Cannes Film Festival. And, um, you know, portrait, the film portrays the AIDS movement, AIDS activist movement, act up in the early 90s in Paris. And then it screened in New Zealand for the first time at the ENSYS, and it was just too important a, a film to be missed by us, really reflecting such an important moment in French history, but really worldwide. So um, for us, it was really important to show it again. And then um, when when 
you know, finding a um, or putting together the program, you of course look for themes, for threads that could um, come up in other films as well. And when we came across that film, Reinventing Marvin by Anne Fontaine, which is a wonderful story, um, well, it's a type of coming-of-age story of a, a young um, artist that grows up in a small-minded community in France, leaves that behind and finds his um, voice through theater, um, really expressing his identity, his difference to the mainstream where he grew up. Um, yeah, so, so finding a film like that then was really important for us as we could mirror it a little bit with the BPM as well, having a theme that, of course, yeah, has that um, LGBT context as well. And um, um, just our attempt to reach out to a wide range of audience, really. I mean, we have the, we have the, um, the cinephile audience, we have the francophile audience, but then, of course, a lot works around specific themes and um, specific subject matters. So this year we focused on various um, themes, really trying to reach out to a different audience as well. Yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned um, the contra the controversy surrounding some of the films, and you chose a few controversial films to show this year, um, such as This Is Our Land as well. Yeah. Do you think that that film, um, as a medium, is inf- is effective encouraging uh, in encouraging retrospective thought about politics? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, uh, the cinema always is a reflection on um, um, societal matters of that of the time of the making. Um, this is our land was based around the um, last general elections in France. It really reflects in the wider sense that rise of populism worldwide in many, many um, societies. So, you know, extremists. Um, politic, uh, political parties and all of that. So for choosing films that can um, uh, reflect these issues is very important. As, as, as cinema, of course, remains the medium to reach out to many, to, um, to cause reflection as well, and um, to give a deeper insight into themes and to, into a society here, the French society, where that it can al- always be... Um, uh, transposed to to our experiences here in New Zealand or in other countries. Yeah, and on the other end of the spectrum there, um, you also chose many films that portray the troubled lives of artists in the past. Um, do you think that struggle in art and passion is really inherent in the French art movement? Um, it was quite an uh, interesting observation that this year when, when selecting the films, there were so many films on artists, on, as we call them, iconic artists that have been influential at their time in France and beyond. And um, uh, highlighting that in a, in a specific section with the films on, on the singers uh, Dalida or um, Barbara and then the painter Gauguin and the sculpture Rodin was a really good way for us to show how much art reflects life and vice versa, and that this is always an ongoing process, of course. And also, um, you know, what all these films have in common is really uh, putting forward the creative process in itself. So how, how does somebody find inspiration? How do they find their voice? I mean, bringing, um, coming back to reinventing Marvin, 
um, expressing their own identity. And um, a, a film like um, Gauguin or Rodin, where you see the film, the artist at work, and where, you, where the big screen is kind of turned into a um, into a tableau, into a, into into a canvas, makes it a near haptic experience for the for the for the audience as well. So. Um, just really wanting to highlight how, um, then again, the cinema, of course, mirrors a process like that and makes it really um, um, understandable or comprehensible. And in their times, the or in their art, the artists also, of course, always reflected their time, which is which is very interesting. I mean, even in an, the singer Dalida um, reflecting different styles of music right from the end of the 50s to the 80s and um, showing how, you know, how modern pop music has been um, created and, and founded. So, um, yeah, it's, it, 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 cinema is such a rich medium that you can really um, try to express a lot of uh, various um, um, topics and approaches. Yeah, you mentioned the relatedness of uh, some of the French films to the New Zealand audience just before. Um, unlike the New Zealand International Film Festival, the Alliance Francaise Film Festival is more vulnerable to repetition, um, and French film is so often put in that French film box as such. Would you say your selection this year with picks from Gauguin to Dr. Nock and Ceasefire um, have allowed French film to be perceived as more international and more conscious? Um, it's, it's quite interesting. I mean, when you when you when you when you uh, put together a um, a national, let's say, or national nationality or language-based um, cultural event like ours, I mean, you're always facing certain expectations. I mean, people will want to um, to see certain actors or will want to see to have certain scenes reflected and to film. Like, for example, Back to Burgundy, that shows French winemaking, um, was of course a very popular film in Dunedin, but um, everywhere else really as well. So you have on the one side these kind of, um, you know, be it, be it, we can call it cliche, but of course every cliche has some truth in it, so it's okay to be working with cliches. So you have these expectations that you want to want to fulfill and want to meet. But experiencing, I mean, but you also draw, of course, on the festival experiences from previous years and having a film like uh, Number One this year that's a political thriller, uh, much more demanding in its subject matter, let's say, than a, a comedy with... Um, like Dr. Nock with um, with Omar Sy in the main in the in the lead, um, also shows that films like that have worked in the past and that people are really ready to go beyond cliches. And that's where it's interesting where you where you pick up experiences for the local audience as well. I mean, a, a film on a corporate uh, like a corporate thriller like Number One is of course also a, just a reflection on societies, Western societies or New Zealand societies. Today, I mean, how do you perform as a woman in a male-dominated world and the uh, top business uh, companies, um, etc.? So you always, you, you, I mean, you reflect French cinema, French themes, French society, but you, you, we really try to go beyond that. So to, I mean, it's all in French, of course, but really wanting to show subject matters where um, our New Zealand audiences can really connect to and relate to. 
Yeah, speaking of connecting and relating, um, especially to certain genres, this is a wee bit of a lighter note for everyone listening. Um, one of the genres this year was titled Agricultural Thriller. Mm. That was the film Bloody Milk. Um, could you tell us a wee bit more about that genre that you chose and that film in particular? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, we have these, of course, these many descriptions of each film in our program, and some some of the information we put in, like labeling a genre, is of course quite essential because it does tell you something about the film. So we, of course, try to make it as interesting as possible. Um, that agricultural thriller, as we called Bloody Milk, um, pretty much sums up a, um, a kind of, or a process in French for which French cinema would be really one of the um, um, best examples worldwide, is that it's this continuous, let's say, um, innovation, wanting to try out, wanting to test, want, wanting to go beyond borders, introducing new themes, subject matters, and, um, and challenging the audience in that. And, and, and then you have a film like Bloody Milk that's set in the... Um, in the uh, agricultural milieus or a farmer um, caring for his herd of cows and then they fall ill. So in itself, the plot line, you think, oh, is that a documentary or what is that? Of course, you know, it's reminiscences of um, the mad cow disease or things like that. But then when you watch the film, you realize, well, it's actually something much more than that. It's like got the suspense of a thriller it builds up it draws you into the plot you really feel start feeling for the cows for the farmer what's going to happen and all of that and that's quite a an interesting a feature of french cinema today is this surprise effect and there's really wanting to 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 test or to risk or to to surprise and that's um, that's something really found we've we found in many of our films and it's from like ava um, still playing tonight, or uh, Montparnasse, Bienvenue, or even at Tour de France, where you have a, um, where you think it's more of a traditional road, mu- uh, road movie, but then it kind of turns into a musical and a coming-of-age story as well. So just as really this um, this um, will for of, of upcoming um, filmmakers or new filmmakers in France to. To, to try out and be creative and be creative with expectations as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I've also seen in the past that you've been quite partial towards the women directors of the films within the film festival. Which of the women directors this year were you particularly impressed with? Um, well, I mean, two, really. One one film, of course, is not a surprise to, to New Zealand or the cinephile audiences having been to the ends of was the choice of a faces places so again showing a film that had already had limited exposure here but it's just too good not to be shown again the faces places by Agnes Sarda and GR um, Agnes Sarda now over 80 has been making influential films in France since the last uh, since the end of the 50s really and then uh, teaming up with a um, artist uh, half her age and uh, traveling France and being creative together and telling stories, telling very human stories. So her ability to continue to surprise and um, show what life is all about is something, was something very impressive. And then on the other spectrum, you would have a, a new name like, um, like Leonor Serai, 
whose first feature film we showed, that was uh, Montparnasse Bienvenue, and um, who decides to tell a, a story of just a woman stranded in Paris, um, and what does she do? And this woman actually becomes very creative and finds solutions to her situation, but just takes life as it comes. And so um, you have this range of, of um, filmmakers who just uh, show what they see around them, um, uh, how people attack life, um, how people live life, and um, and maybe maybe women filmmakers are particularly particularly talented in in doing that in a very let's say um, human but also very creative way. Um, yeah, so you know, films by women filmmakers definitely to to will will continue to be part of our selection because there are just as many great women filmmakers around that there are men filmmakers. And I think our selection this year, without putting, uh, we didn't have a specific, let's say, a women filmmaker section, but really in all of our, our program parts, we had um, strong films by, by women and um, where, where it maybe becomes more of a normality as well, having having films by, by, um, by both genders um, represented. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's great to see that representation in there this year in particular. Um, and just to wrap everything up a wee bit, what have you learnt from this year's festival that might slightly alter the way it gets directed next year? Um, uh, definitely. I mean, w- w- what has really proven successful is the choice range. I mean, the range of, of, of genres and um but but grouping these together that you know i mean you do you do have to do curating work in the sense of course that you that you give a guide to the audience that you show them well here are similar themes or um similar or some subject matters that we want to group together so this is something that that worked very well this year that we'll definitely want to continue um what needs to be thought probably rethought a bit all over when we look at the uh, at the um, national aspect of the of the festival, we every year we do we do face that the that we can't get um, the film rights for as many screenings as we would like for some of our films. So, um, which it just becomes a very uh, tricky programming choice, and you know which film can you put in which city and how often, and so things like that. You know, though so maybe the number of films will slightly change, or which films you show where. But um, and overall, we can really say that it continues to be a, a, a very well attended event. I mean, it was our twelfth edition, or so it is our twelfth edition this year, and we really look forward to um, continuing to show innovative and um, exciting French cinema. Well, all the best for next year if you are directing next year yeah. again. Yeah. Um, and enjoy the rest of your evening in Auckland. Thank you so much for joining merci us on the, show, on the show today. Yes, merci beaucoup. And if I may say a closing word from my side. Absolutely. I mean, I think some of the aspects I, I mentioned really do get summed up in that Mrs. Hyde we showed tonight as a closing night film in Dunedin. So um, to your audience to come along to that, to, to, to just experience some um, creative, crazy, bizarre, fantastic cinema. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with us yeah. today. Um, for your and enjoy, time. yeah, enjoy Auckland. Merci. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah. That was uh, Dorothy Basil. I mean, my accent isn't going to do that name justice. Beautiful French name. Um, she is the director of the Alliance Francaise French Film Festival. It is the closing night tonight in Dunedin, so if you want to catch one of the French Film Festival shows, um, you can either see Ava at 6.10pm at Rialto Cinemas or Mrs Hyde at 8.30pm. That is tonight, so you can still catch those films if you would like to see the tail end of the French Film Festival. All right.